All right, we are here in the pre-show. Well, I'm not because I don't have any sound. You can't hear yourself. No. Find the end of your headset. Oh, okay. Well, plug you in. That's probably why <laughs> I'm not connected. I was wondering why I was like, hmm, don't hear anything. Hey, everybody. Now I can hear myself, which means that you can hear me in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he was moving his lips, but no sound. Perception was makes out. reality. Yes. Speaking of which, have you seen Ready Player One yet? Uh, no. Oh, I figured you would have as a guilty pleasure, or guilty, just to see how bad it really is. Oh, I'm sure it's terrible. Um, I, I, I think that knowing what was in the book, uh, listening to the podcast the uh, that Mike Nelson and uh, Connor Freed, whatever, did, okay, of reading the book, and um, that was enough to know it was going to be terrible. And then, of course, watching Jenny's video afterwards was the, uh, you know. <laughs> Jenny made it sound ponderous, man. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I just watched that this afternoon after I took a shower. I was like, oh, this will be good to watch before the show. And, yeah, it doesn't sound like I'm missing too much. I mean, the point that she made about how, and the, her end point, I think, was was very, she was very on point at the end where she was like, the the whole there's a part of the story where one of the characters is is trying to make it look like the evil character trying to make it look like he understood all this pop culture mm-hmm. stuff right and he understood it and he like he lived it and he meant it but he's an evil guy because it turns out he was just feeding he didn't really understand it he was just he was just reciting stuff or right. thought it was you know or maybe he just thought it was neat but didn't get the point of it and that's exactly the problem with ready player one it's all about throwing as much pop culture in there without ever really tackling the material and the the way that that material made you feel the the reason why the reason why any of that material is interesting to you is because of the because uh, it's not because it's not because of DeLorean is a cool car that Back to the Future that makes Back to the Future interesting. It's because mm-hmm. it's a good story and you feel about those characters and all this stuff. And the point about the Iron Giant, the Iron Giant is not a cool, badass robot that shoots lasers. The whole point is that it was about a war machine that learns to you know, that is the that was the point of the whole thing. So if you mm-hmm. then take that and just, well, we're gonna take the robot and use it for cool action schlock. <laughs> that is missing the point. And okay, if you want to miss the point and just bash action figures together, you can do that, but then don't make it a part of your movie where doing that is the bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right. People are excited about this thing. I was reading on like people and like, oh, I gotta finish the book so I can go see it tomorrow. And hey, um Shane loved the book. Okay. Uh, when I when I sent him a message saying like that this is because I you know read like a piece of it didn't read the whole thing mm-hmm. I said this is one of the worst I've ever read he got really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did read a little bit that excerpt on air, right? Yeah, and it was yeah. it was ponderous. It was rough and superficial and just a list of pop culture shit. Like and horrible exposition. Yes. The worst exposition. Yeah. So it's not, it didn't even, like, fun to read. It's not, like, 
playing with language and interesting stuff and cool scenarios. It's just, hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? I remember you, the, the song from Demi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, I did not see Ritter play your one, and I'm not going to. <laughs> I may see, like, the Rift Tracks version. I'll watch that. I'll watch yeah. that version. Um, so I brought with me the thing that I did at work the other day, which was the, the induction, exp- the induction, uh, mm-hmm. which is basically copper tube and, and a powerful neodymium magnet. And uh, copper, of course, does not really care about magnets. You can put it near a magnet, it won't stick anything. But if you drop the magnet through the copper tube, it goes much more slowly than if it would normally mm-hmm. through the force of gravity. And the reason why is electromagnetic induction. So... You, when you were, we were trying to hook it up to a voltmeter to see if we could measure the current going through the mm-hmm. a tube, and we were unable to do so. But you said that you watched something. I thought I watched something because I wanted to refresh and exactly, you know, I wanted to get the details on. I want to say it was like smarter every day or something too, but maybe not. And they kind of showed an illustration of the tube. And kind of like how it's, you know, showing how it's kind of a generator inside out. Mm -hmm. And talking about how the reason the magnets are falling slower is because it's trying to agitate and trying to move the electrons. But because there's not a circuit, that there's no place for the electrons to go. That's the part that I remember, right? Okay. And so the electrons aren't able to... In this thing, I remember seeing like, you know, talking about hooking a wire up. I thought it was from top to bottom, you know, and then it would, you know, now that I'm, now that it didn't work hooking a wire up to it, I'm thinking about it differently. But, uh, yeah, that, so that's the kind of thing that I was expecting. If we gave it a path for the electrons to flow more freely instead of being all stuck up at the bottom of the tube or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you might see a difference in how fast the magnet drops, but wasn't so- the case. Let me give you my understanding, and I'm not, not, not like an electrical engineer, right? I didn't graduate mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff. This is my understanding of why it works, and for my and I have a I think I have a decent understanding of electromagnetics, uh, and essentially this. So when when you have a magnet, it creates a magnetic it has a magnetic mm-hmm. field, a static magnetic field around it, and a magnetic field on its own does nothing. This was one of the things that, you know, when they were working, when, when Faraday and others were trying to work out how magnets and current work, they, they realized there was some, some thing that there was that connected them, but they weren't mm-hmm. sure. And right. they, they would put them next to each other and they weren't sure what was going on. Faraday eventually figured out that it wasn't just current or just magnets. It was flux, i.e. change. Mm-hmm. The change in a magnet, in the strength of a magnetic field that induces a current. And it does it perpendicular to the direction. So if you have a magnetic field that is falling downwards, mm-hmm. then it's going to go in a per- the, the it's going to try to force a current in the perpendicular direction, so sideways. So that gets to, to so you have to then think about what is current and really what's going on inside the copper. Right. So if you look at so the, the copper itself is a, a crystal. It's a crystal lattice, more or less. Uh, and it's... The out, the outer electrons kind of flow free, freely, essentially. But there's no net force in them, so 
the atoms, of course, like to be neutral. The electrons flow freely, and there's no net force, since there's no net potential anywhere. When the magnet comes through, it pushes some of those electrons away. Mm-hmm. Right, the the north the north side may may pull it towards them, and the south side will push them away. Right, something's going on. It's moving electrons out of the way. Right. When it moves the electrons out of the way, other electrons are going to fill in those spaces mm-hmm. because then now there's a potential difference. That is current. The magnet pushes the current, the electrons away. It creates a potential difference, and then then electrons from elsewhere fill in, and that creates current. Right. So when the magnet is falling down, you get a change in the magnetic flux through the material, and this induces current in the copper tube. And when you induce a current, you also induce a magnetic field, and it's going to be not a strong magnetic field, but it's going to be then opposing in the opposite direction the the magnet is falling down. Okay. Okay. So that's what gives it the resistive force is mm-hmm. the it's actually the magnetic field of the electrons that it's moving in the copper. Right. So it's it's generating an electromagnet that's working against itself. Exactly. Okay. Another way you can look at it, just another way of looking at it is that uh by generating the current, mm-hmm. some of the energy from it falling is being turned into energy of current. So it can't fall as fast. Mm-hmm. It has to lose some of that energy from falling. Right. So just by conservation of energy, it has to fall slower. Did you see on Physics Squirrel's Twitter, like two days ago, it was someone else posted something. They were messing with ferromagnetic fluid, and it was in a cylinder. Mm-hmm. The magnet was on the side like this. So there was a big clump of ferromagnetic fluid, like you'd expect. But then off of it was this curly cue thing like an old like a telephone cord hmm and it was distinct and separate from the mass and like basically the girl asked do you have any idea what caused this and you know she sent it on to derek and physics girl and everyone's like so my initial so it's kind of like that so my initial thinking is that that reminds me of coils and plasmas Right, they they coil around themselves because, actually, when when you see like uh, inside a plasma globe, those are all knotted around around itself. Uh, that's why they get so tight. So something is reflecting the magnetic field around it. Yeah, they weren't able to recreate it. You know, it just happened one time, and it was stable. But after they pulled the magnet away, it, all the fluid fell down. And you, you couldn't get it to come back. It hmm. was, here, I'll try to find you the picture real quick. If you want to move on to the next topic. Um, so we're doing this uh, a week later than... Last week, I had something on Saturday to do, and then Sunday, all this stuff that was happening, it just didn't didn't condu- didn't work out for getting everything mm-hmm. uh, to do a show. But I did buy... I have it now... A whole new setup in my apartment, and now there's a TV where my computer is stuff. Okay, uh, it's a new 55 inch 4K TV. Ooh, mm. damn! Yeah, you sexy. Uh, and uh, I bought a PS4 Pro so I could play 4K games. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and now my computer's in, in another area. So, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of cleaning and stuff I had to do to get, you know, about 10 bags of trash. And, and okay. uh, um, basically, not so much trash as much as it was, okay, now I have to deconstruct all these boxes and throw them away. And that just turns into mm-hmm. lots of right. lots of trash. Um, so what I do need, I think, is, remember you offered at one point to make me something like this. I'm thinking I may need one because, okay. you know, I can download the 4K video, mm-hmm. the 2160p, but my computer's not powerful enough to stream them. But if I connect them to a USB port, okay. that'll work. So I need a holder for some of my USBs and okay. uh, possibly some mini ones because, you know, I can sure. have the uh, stuff for that. Yeah, I can print one of those up. No problem. My my Twitter foo is not working. If you want to find Physics Girl's Twitter handle, and uh... so <laughs> Heather was cleaning out Max's backpack today, and stuffed in found one... a crack pipe. <laughs> stuffed in one pocket was a whole bunch of notes from this girl in his class, Jade, and they're like, "Max, I love you. Do you love me?" And Max, promise you won't ever break up with me. <laughs> and Max, you broke up with me. Why did you do that? Like she like something really stalkery. <laughs> and a picture of Max and Jade holding hands and That's cute. But there was like eight or nine notes. We didn't tell Max we found him. We figured I'd let him have his own thing there. You said it was one or two days ago? Yeah. I don't see anything. She retweeted it. Make sure you're seeing her retweets. I'm looking at uh, tweets and replies. Okay. Well, there, was, there was a photograph of the... Or maybe it was a link to a video. Maybe just do a find for, like, Pharaoh or something. Or Magnetic. Oh, well. It was really... What the hell has she been posting? George Irving's? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I would have thought it was after the toothbrushing thing, but uh, definitely after the stretching thing. It's up there somewhere. Don't nope. see Pharaoh on there at all. All right. Well, maybe it was a different tweet, different Twitter. Like, if you associated with her, who knows? Yeah, anyway, it was it was pretty wild. There was a little bit, she had a little, you know, video of it, and the stuff was, like, stable until he pulled it away. And, uh, it sounds cool. It reminds me, there's a um, guy from 60 Symbols that I found on Michael Merrifield, and he asked, beyond the obvious cheap gags, does anyone here know what psych- psychophysics is? And I responded with a cheap gag. But I also gave him an answer. <laughs> I said, psychophysics? Qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> psychophysics. But I said, serious, I know things like MP3 compression are based on psychoacoustics. Only encoding with human brains can hear, and that technically is a physics problem. So that would be psychophysics. Yeah, jerk. He didn't read past the joke. I know. <laughs> um, that beer was good. Yeah. I'm still drinking it, but. It was a, a beer that a coworker gave me, a Czech Pills, and I dug it. It was pretty good. Okay, so here's another thing that happened. When I had all these boxes, um, when we could start from the beginning. 
one thing that uh, I'm not, I mean, it's okay, but I wish it was a little bit different in my apartment is my bedroom's really big. Um, I don't necessarily need a big bedroom. I like a bedroom for two things. Sleep and, you know, sexy times if it happens. <laughs> that That's it. I don't like to hang out in my bedroom if I, if I can help it. I don't like to, don't have TV in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Don't want to stay in my bedroom too long. I want to you keep that area for sleep. Right. I mean, Which, in your old place, that's where you had air conditioning, right? So yes. you kind of had to take a refuge there. Yeah. Refuge yeah. there. So yeah, now I have central air and it's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, you know, it might be part of it. Like, oh, you know, you were cooped up in that bedroom for so long. It's possible. But in that bedroom, I also had stuff. Um, see, my big problem is that there's a window in the bedroom. With a six by six big window, mm-hmm. and is pointing out into the courtyard where there are lights always on. Oh, okay. Uh, now there are blinds on there. You know, it came with um, blinds, but it's not nearly good enough. And so I want it dark. I want it to be ideally like a fucking cave. I want it to be mm-hmm. dark. Right. Uh, that was not going to happen with the with the setup. So I bought, you know, blind. I, I bought a. a uh, what you call it? Um, blocking, um, light blocking material. Mm-hmm. They, they have them. Well, there's blackout shades. Blackout shades. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, got two of those and a thing, and I could be handy when I wanted to. And I installed a little thing and put the curtains up. And it wasn't nearly enough because while that blocks the light, well, there's first of all there's a, there's a seam in between, mm-hmm. and then there is. All the stuff on the sides that gets out. Yeah. So I said, okay, I can come up with solutions to this. I used my car, I used the cardboard and made these um, uh, triangular, like, I don't know, trestles, I guess. Okay. <laughs> that go up either side and over the top. And then I used black duct tape to tape them to the, the curtains that I installed. So it would never be touching the, the walls, but it would be mm-hmm. all taped around. And then I bought some material from like a Marshalls that would block the block out light, and I put it at the bottom of the curtain. Mm-hmm. And I also bought some felt around, so I could put it around the outside <laughs> to black that out. And I was really happy that night that I put it up and installed it because it worked. It was dark, finally dark. So. The next day when I come home, everything's on the floor. Uh, yes, <laughs> because I didn't think, silly me, that oh yeah, there's a pressure differential outside, <laughs> and even though those you know windows are sealed, they're mm-hmm. not perfect, and there's going to be air pushing through, and it <laughs> blew everything off. So I had to stick to or taping it to the walls like that that I don't like. And it's still not perfect. So, I brought those magnets because I have an idea and I'm going to need your help. Okay. Uh, because you know how to stitch. And you have right. a sewing machine. Yeah. So I need to get... I'll buy all the material, but I may need your help in putting this together. I want to get... Uh, probably need two big sheets of that stuff. That I can stitch together that will cover up the six by six area. Because it needs to be larger on both sides for this for a couple of reasons. I want to put little 
doohickeys in here so that I can hold this on hooks. So the, the weight of this is going to be supported by hooks. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a 6x6 six six area that what I want to do is stitch black felt all around so that that will sort of seal up the window area. And then in this area, I want to sort of cut little doohickeys for air. Like they have on... on uh, Are you sure it was air that pushed it down and it yeah. wasn't like the heat made the glue soft? And No, I'm sure. I'm sure oh, it was air. Okay. Uh, so like, like they have on signs and stuff like that, like, you know, those big protest signs, they have little like holes, the yeah. air can mm-hmm. come, can come out yeah. and then just stitch pieces of felt there so that while they will open up, they also will not, um, you know, they won't, they won't shoot, have light going through them. So they'll be held up by the, um, by the hooks that's going to support the weight is going to be felt around the six by six area of mm-hmm. the uh of the window so hopefully that will block light and then i want to stitch in magnets so that i can put some magnetic tape on either side and have that hook in so i can then take down this at any time i wanted to if i needed to okay so it's kind of a project, but I think that will work, right? Have if you I... ever tried a sleep mask? Yes. Okay. And no, it's too. It's on my face. Okay. No, it doesn't. No, this is. Um. Yeah, sleep mask would be. <laughs> if that would if that would work, that would be fine. But no, it's on my face. Okay. No, it doesn't. I feel it. I use one, and actually, it it wasn't just the darkness. It was having that. Um, when I slept, I used to always like sleep like mm-hmm. this or something. So I like having that pressure. Oh, <laughs> on my I mean, face. it's possible. So. That, like if I if I tried it for like two weeks, I could probably get used to it. Yeah, but the biggest problem is that the the elastic band is only really good for about 2 weeks. Oh. So, I mean, you can still use it, but you'll find it falls off after the first 2 weeks. Yeah, well the often. idea is that this can stay there mm-hmm. and this can be removed without much issue right. by having the magnets hold, you know, the hangers and the hooks hold it there. Um so if I need to get access to the window for whatever reason, I can. And then these little doohickeys, these whole things will help air flow through. And that should block out the light completely, which is what I want. I want that place to be dark. So I go in there in in the daytime, and it's dark. <coughs> sure. Okay. <coughs> I'm surprised the wind blew it off. I'm really surprised. I'm not, especially because I needed to seal it up at first, when I first got it. Because <laughs> there's okay. a lot of wind going through there all the time, so I need to like put the seal on there, but there... And the, so I, I didn't hear, so I don't hear it anymore, but there's still air going through there. Okay. So, you know, the second floor, it's higher up. There's, especially when it's windy, because it can't get windy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of work for a dark room, but I guess once you get it done once, it'll be dark forever. Right. That's, that's the point. You can brick up the window. What? Brick up the window. That's 
against the uh, <laughs> the rules of the lease, and and like you're not allowed to to put stuff in the window, like, like put mm-hmm. cardboard or stuff over the window. Right. So this is uh, the next best thing. It stinks. They put your window into the courtyard with the floodlights. Yeah, I know it does stink, but yeah, that's like. They've been really good about maintenance and stuff mm-hmm. like that when stuff broke. They've, they've fixed everything. Um, you know, I've been keeping it. <laughs> it's a, it's a nice. It's definitely nice. Oh man, Central Air is such a such a different. <laughs> I bet. All right. Well, let's get into the show. What do you say? Sounds good. <laughs> 